welcome to Unnatural 20s, a podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rules of a D20. My name is McKenna, aka Books, and I will be the host of this episode and this competition. Here to join me on this adventure, to my right is... Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. I don't like how you really hit adventure and then competition on this. I'm very nervous. Why would you not like that? I don't know. It got bad vibes. <laughs> also here with me is... Hey, it's Caitlin, and I'm always here for the competition because I'm here and ready to win, bitches! Okay. See, now that's the kind of energy we need. Yeah! Okay, all right. Get it together. You're yeah. right. You know what? I'm going to fucking demolish you, Caitlin. What? I'm going to rub your face in the fucking dirt. <laughs> I'm going to take your feet off your body. Whoa, what the... I mean, you can't have them. They're nasty, so... <laughs> Please take my feet. Anybody take my feet. This is taking a turn I did not expect. <laughs> and when I say take my feet, I mean take them from me. I'm not selling feet pics unless you're willing to pay <laughs> i've got some people <laughs> uh, uh so this is unnatural 20s as i mentioned uh but today is also a special episode because i am officially labeling it naming it calling it creating it the great podcast bake-off oh my oh, god yes that's right i am seriously missing one of my all-time favorite shows the great british bake-off i feel like this would be the perfect time for me to just binge episodes constantly and i can't so since i can't i've decided to challenge you to a similar competition just for my own amusement because I need it. Hell yeah. So, I'm sorry we, we already went off that good wholesome vibe when I threatened feet pics and everything. But Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, that's okay, though, because I expect this to be a cutthroat competition. Good. Yeah, that um, we can do. It's definitely still a baking competition, but unlike the British show in which it is based off of, I don't expect you guys to be nice and supportive okay, of each good. other. More like cutthroat kitchen. Yes, we are cutthroat kitchen bakers. Yes. <laughs> Sabotage. <laughs> all you want um and as a judge i'm not going to be super nice and complimentary either in fact if you guys give me bad answers i'm going to give you guys some damage and basically that means you risk losing points however if you do well if you surprise me give me an answer i did not expect know some things about baking i might give you some points oh shit so wow there's a chance to uh do well uh, there's baking involved. I'm just gonna Google baking <laughs> there's not a real chance. quick. So basically, I just really missed the show. I wanted to recreate it a little bit with you guys and watch you guys struggle. Thank you. Uh, throughout this episode, I will quiz you on baking trivia. The knowledge you have um, will be in your proving. That's a little baking pun for you guys. Oh, I loved it. Uh, that was so good. I totally understood that. That was great. Quizzing ass, not gonna help. <laughs> Got it for sure. <laughs> All right, so before we dive into our adventure or even get into um, our normal routine, I have a first question for you guys. Can each of you name at least one well-known baker? Yes. Um, Paul Hollywood. Alton. Good job. Brown. <laughs> it's kind of more of a chef, he is a but chef. I'll, I'll take okay, it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Who's the cake guy? Uh, I All I could think of was Carlos, but I can't remember. Carlos Bakery is that bakery he owns. Mm, There's nope. also Duff Goldman. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I can, All right. I, I'm going to give you guys pressure. 10 points each. Yes. Yes. Cassie, actually, you get 15 points. Dougal, you get 10. Okay. Cassie, you get 15 because Paul Hollywood is on the show. I know. That's that the only. I'm facing this episode off of. Thank God I've watched and, some episodes. Uh, if I were to align myself with any sort of judge, it would definitely be a Paul Hollywood. I have always said that about you, that you have you are very Paul Hollywood. Uh, thank you. It's a blue um, eyes, right? Yes. I have no idea what and he the looks devastating like. remarks on everybody's <laughs> and the cruelty and just <laughs> way to cut someone down with a single sentence. Yeah, just one look of oh, 
Okay. <laughs> uh, so you guys actually did a lot better than I expected. Bravo. Um, but I think like we should take it down before you guys get big heads and feel like you guys are master uh, masters of baking and have all this baking knowledge. I feel like we should start off our adventure with some fails just right. to create a level playing field, not get too confident. Okay, McKenna, I think my fail comes because I was too confident. Um, <laughs> last week, I did a cool thing, and I talked about it, how I made pretzels, and it was super cool. Um, you baked pretzels? I baked. Yeah, I did that cool thing where I baked, and so I was like, I can do anything at this point. Uh, anything is possible. I can even cut my own hair. And, uh, yes. <laughs> and, and that may have not been the best choice to do. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> I didn't just cut my hair. I cut <laughs> my own bangs. I didn't have bangs prior to a week ago today. Um, so, yeah. Maybe don't cut your own bangs. <laughs> maybe don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love I can't believe this has only been a week with bangs because been, it has yeah. felt like a lifetime Six days it has <laughs> it has been a full journey because um it wasn't a spur of the moment thing like no. you were thinking about it for a while I was and then you came home and you were like I'm doing it and I was like <laughs> I feel like as a friend I have to let you know this will go bad and that you was were like a quote <laughs> I know walked into your room closed the door <laughs> And then did the thing. I closed the door, opened the door, and showed her the hair I cut off. <laughs> did you, like, follow any tutorials, or did you just go for uh, it? Mm. Cassie, I was not going to, but then Cassie was like, did you, like, do any research? She's <laughs> like, I know you looked up something for the pretzels, so, like, you should look up something for your hair you're cutting. So, based on that, Cassie was a great friend. I decided to look up one article, <laughs> and I did. I followed it. And it was someone with straight hair. I have curly hair, so maybe yeah. I should look for one with curly hair. Curly hair is a bit different. Yeah. But either way, they didn't turn out good. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of comments online. bad. Ah! I got a lot of comments online because I did post an after picture. The after, like, video picture thing I did makes it look actually okay. It's not that good. It's not that good. It's very I bad. regret that your hair is just pulled back right now. Like, I need to witness. That's going to be super prime right now. But my favorite part was, luckily, she did do it in bursts. Oh, you look like Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> It looks really good. People are really nice online, though. Which is oh, if you part them, you can have a very good Dwight. Oh, that's the good part. It has a natural part. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Oh, it's such a good Dwight. True. Is that the guy from Office? That is. Yeah. So yeah, Caitlin really succeeded at failing. It looks really good. I love the banks. It's It's great. It's made a whole new personality for her. The online people have been so nice. Cassie and my boyfriend have been very mean (laughs) and have often said, I can't look at your face anymore. I have gotten that said to me. Your face is so ugly. Great vibe when you're like trapped in one place together. (laughs) I didn't say I couldn't look at your face. I just laugh at your face every time I see you. Yeah, you said that. My boyfriend told me that it's he can't stare at my face anymore. <laughs> he says, I can't take you seriously. All I see are your bangs. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Just get into, like, headscarves. Ah, like, they'll grow. I don't care. Hats. They'll grow. <laughs> I'm into this. By I'm the in- end of this quarantine, I'll have regular hair. I feel like you definitely went the hardest. You committed so yeah. damn hard, yeah. and I'm proud of you yep. for that. Uh, but I feel I can't live up to that. But, McKinnon, it kind of goes off of yours last week. Uh-huh. So, um, I'm kind of losing my mind working at 
like uh, working from home. Mm-hmm. It's too much for me. But at home, I realized today that I have my very good lightsaber right by my desk. Oh. So I started to try to like, maybe that would entertain me. So, and also I hold stress on my neck and I realized it's a good saber. So it's got some weight behind it. So mm-hmm. like if I started to try to like spin it around my neck is what I started to do. And I realized it was kind of rolling out my neck. So it was a two for thing. And during one of these really cool, it looked sick as fuck. As I spin it off my neck, I knocked over my glass of water over all my paper. It didn't hit any electronics, but it got a very good group of papers that I oh. fucked up because I spun my lightsaber and Con knocked it in the water. So your sweet lightsaber neck spin, my sick ass lightsaber. I need to see this. Uh, it, yeah. um, it didn't progress that well, but it uh, did roll out my honest. neck. Okay, so I had a meeting, like a online meeting, and the first thing I thought is I need to pull my lightsaber out. <laughs> it's honestly, it helps a whole lot. Like I didn't even show it in the meeting; I held it in my hand. Yeah, it for, helps. Like, power. It's so powerful. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I have the fucking saber in my hand. No one knows this, but I have it in my hand right now. <laughs> it stayed. It stayed right next to me the whole time. Didn't turn it on, but. I, I feel don't know. like that can really balance out the because like I love being able to wear comfy clothes and just sitting in sweatpants and like maybe only having a nice top on up top and like no one's gonna see my buns. But I feel like whenever I'm in sweatpants, I kind of feel lazy mm-hmm. and like inadequate. So if I was balancing it out with holding a lightsaber, then yeah. I would feel powerful Power. and comfy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it does help a lot because every time I was like, I'm probably fucking this up. I would just hold that saber and I'm like, not fucking this up though. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, so my fail, it's kind of just like the saga continues with my own stupidity and, uh, spilling things. Um, because I did not spill water over all of my electronics to this past week, but I did decide to, um, make coffee. Like I have been this entire, what, past like three weeks or so I've been getting up, making coffee every morning, putting the pot on and like getting work started. And for some reason, I guess I was just so overexhausted. I think this was like three days ago. I did all the steps to making coffee, but I forgot to put the pot down. So I literally oh, hit no. brew and oh. brewed half a pot of coffee before realizing it was just oh. brewing over my entire kitchen. Oh, and, no. uh, yep, I have this nice little rolling wooden cart tray thing that my coffee pot sits on and it just oh. cooled and collected in the corner. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so Okay, that is a, I have a, a major fail. I have a question for you. Okay, coffee is now in this tray that holds your coffee maker. Mm-hmm. Did you get down and like, like slurp it up from there because you needed your coffee? I'm not a fucking monster. No. Did you need to ask that I mean, question? We would ask you that question. We yeah. would know the answer, but yeah. do you need to ask either of us that question? Me, really? No, I cleared the whole tray, threw a towel down, with your mouth. Oh, it no. up. Okay. <laughs> and then I followed it up with a bunch of uh, pledge and stuff to make sure I got all the smell out. So it didn't just, you know, that coffee smells a good smell though. It it's is a good smell, but I worried about like some sort of bacteria or something you, growing. You so get I did some, some nice stain to that wood too. And then I uh, did Lysol, got a nice lemon scent. And then I used uh, our French press where there's no fucking up and spilling coffee everywhere. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of (laughs) you for switching up and learning. I have a question, McKenna. You've had like a couple seconds to stare at my bangs. What is your opinion of them? (laughs) Have you grown? I already told you you that you look like a cross between Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite and Dwight Schrute. I feel like that says everything I need to say. Um, they are there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I just needed the reassurance. So I appreciate it. Uh, all right. Well, I think those fails did a great job of just 
leveling ourselves and not giving us too big of a head um, and kind of making us just feel true to ourselves, not overconfident. Uh, and with that, I think we should get right into our adventure. So then I can quiz you guys more on some baking yeah. stuff. We're going to nail it. We're going to crush it. Yeah. All right. We rolled an eight, which is Shark Tank pitch. Oh, I got a perfect one for you today, McKenna. Oh, okay, um, good. Okay. So today happened. The day we were recording happens to be a day where it is fucking pouring outside. So I uh, going outside. I don't like using an umbrella. Number one, because it's. It's just totally lame, right? And number two, because you're just going to get wet anyways. Like, it, it mm-hmm. barely protects you. Because we should all be using hamster balls? Yes. Yes. Well, I have, I have another alternative to a hamster ball. Because hamster ball, it's not fashionable. Okay. It's cool sometimes, but not super fashionable. It's social distancing. So, let's be honest. Umbrellas kind of work, but no matter what, you're still going to get to your destination wetter than you hoped. So, also, umbrellas are lame and hard to hold. That's why I invented rain. Rain. It's spelled R-E-I-G-N-R-A-I-N. Rain, rain. It's a backpack crown combo that will have you looking fabulous and keep you dry. To keep your rain, rain, you put it on like a backpack and adjust the crown um, attached to the rain backpack to the top of your head. Once you are crowned, bam, from your backpack comes a five foot tall clear and gold covering that makes a bubble only around the top half of your body. Now I know what you're thinking. My top is protected, but what about my feetsies? We all hate wet jeans and socks. So that's why I included the add-on, the Sovereign Sash. Uh, From your waist of the rain, rain pack comes a billowing golden cleared bubble that extends from the ground. This will protect you from any wind or splashes coming at you. And you can avoid soggy socks by wearing platform shoes or heels. Make the rain your peasant and show them who their ruler is with the rain rain. Only nineteen ninety nine starting today. There it is. You brought it home at the end right there. That's that's where the whole pitch came from. I was going to dunk on it so fucking hard until that end. You really brought me in right there. I can't even dunk on it. it. There, there are quite a bit of flaws, but I, I won't point them out because I'm going to make the rain. I, I just want to say, you know, um, P- Princess Peach, how she has like kind of that big, yeah, like, that big ass dress. Yeah. Big ass dress. Imagine that's uh-huh. like from the waist and then the top. It's just like, imagine just like uh, if you've got a cup and you just flipped it over, that's on your head. But there's also a nice little gold crown and there's going to be gold illuminating from the outside of it. So it looks fucking cool. And you can like see the face still because it's kind of clear. I think my only problem with it. Mm hmm. Uh, was that you suggested we wear heels or platforms? Platform to not shoes. Get our last, feet wet. last thing I want to wear. Platform shoes. Yeah, during the rain. Yes. <laughs> both are not. Both are going to make me just as clumsy as if I were using an umbrella. And if you have like a little dome dress thing around you, yeah. and you like walk towards a puddle, you kind of just create this like splash zone where it can go up into it and really form mm-hmm. in and go into your calves. I disagree. Bounce back <laughs> into your waist. <laughs> I totally disagree. <laughs> You're going to look fly as fuck, though. That's a given. It's you called are. a sovereign sash. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you just need to design some rain boots that look like heels. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think that way. <laughs> how long it took. <laughs> Was it going to get there? <laughs> rain, rain boots. Man. Wow. I went real far with this one. I didn't even think of something that's already made. Wow. It never crossed your mind. Nope, not once. I wish they made shoes to prevent your feet getting that's wet. Legit. Platforms will work. I sat Heels. there. I was like, okay, the only thing that's getting wet still is your socks. Mm-hmm. Your shoes. Mm-hmm. Platform okay. shoes and heels would totally cure that. Man. Rain you boots. Know. <laughs> All right. Well, wow. you know, I'll get one of those. I'll add those to my rain rain. 
Then it's a perfect pitch. Then it's and rain, rain, rain boots. Yeah. 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 <laughs> rain, rain, rain boots. You've got the names down. Yeah. Those are definitely enough to invest in. Well, books, I also have a pitch that is perfect for you because it's tailored directly for you. Oh, because you. I, I know you hate being wrong. Yeah. So what if I told you that you, I had a, an app to pitch to you that would make it so you were never wrong again. Oh, I would love that. What, so what this is, is I'm going to create an app where if whenever you get in an argument with somebody, you make some claims and you find out that like you're technically wrong, but you can't back down because you've gone just so hard Mm -hmm. and you just need a little bit of proof to prove that you're right. What this app is, it's going to allow you to create, essentially it's going to have a template for like a fake, like Wikipedia page Uh where you just put in the little, little tidbits of info that you have claimed to be true. And then it, will fill that in so you can pull up this website it'll be a real website they can also pull it up on their end and you'd be like no look it up it's right there <laughs> and then all the facts that you just claim to be true are now true because it's on the internet beautiful and boom never wrong again never wrong again is that what it's called you know what yeah sure never wrong again <laughs> dot com <laughs> dot com don't have them type that in though it's gonna have little proxy ones that you could type in yeah <laughs> i love that i think that's great uh, my Shark Tank pitch is something I think we could all use for this time, just because I feel like I have so much time to do things, but I just really lack a lot of motivation right now. Uh, so I need to be treated like a toddler, and I need a reward chart slash advent calendar that is geared towards adults for my daily chores and tasks. I already that I love this. Do. You don't even have to go anymore. <laughs> I'm invested. Get me like, one now. I need stickers. <laughs> Yeah, and I want it to be like, do the dishes, do your laundry, but then also other things like, did you reply to that email to that coworker you hate? Yes, good job. And I want it to vary from like rewards of like just putting a shiny sticker on a little, you know, in a little box to other simple things like a gel pen or a pair of socks. Ooh, like a little in a certain door, a little reward system. Yeah, at the end of the day or maybe halfway through your day, you get a little mini reward, but super simple, you know, some bobby pins, a piece of candy. Very basic things, but yes. just enough to make me happy. Good. And feel like I'm I'm doing good shit. So I like that. I love that uh, you brought in the treasure chest aspect. Cause like I hate sticker charts, but once like in grade school when you got to like when you saved up enough good deeds or whatever and you got to go to a little treasure box mm-hmm. and get a little toy, that was the best fucking day ever. So I'm into that aspect of it. What if you had a sticker chart and then you got to go in the treasure box? Is that better? Well, that's what they, yeah. So it's like you get five gold <laughs> stickers for doing your work. And then once you get the fifth, you get to open the treasure chest and you get that, you know, little Chinese handcuff thing. Oh, and yes. Got I'm this. in. You <laughs> no. sold me with stickers. Your little slappy hand and all those little things that just bring you joy, even though they don't last. Like even hell, if it's a little parachute army man, I'm going to be so thrilled. I'm going to get to my dishes real fast just so I can break <laughs> out that little parachute army man. Um, so I McKenna, need this in my life. Have I told so you bad. that I've instituted a sticker chart for uh, the networking group that I'm in? Yes, you uh, have. People that are aged 24, I think, is the youngest, and like 70-something is the oldest, and most people are in the higher range. range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they love it. They, they honestly, love it. they did like it. Right? They really did like it. I, yeah. I think it's great, and I think we all could use one right now just to get those tasks done and help us, you know, motivate ourselves to accomplish things. I like it. Um, also, if you want us to just yell at you to like get things done Shame I, we can do that too i think that yeah. would work too if you were just to call me once a day and you were like you lazy piece of shit have you done anything no mm-hmm. get off your, your garbage try things for once <laughs> that would you help. let me know parachute man or us just yelling at you you just you pick on the day okay yeah okay i think yeah i think i need to mix it up 
and <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> um, all right caitlin i do yeah. like rain rain uh i think you yes. missed the mark just a little bit with your shoes <laughs> <laughs> you tried uh <laughs> we're working that's why we need so, investors 20 points cassie you really geared this one so much exactly to what I would want and what I would need. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I, I would love to just be able to prove everybody wrong, even if I am technically wrong uh, in a small way. So 25 points. Hell yeah. And I think it's time for us to get into a little baking trivia and uh, how we're going to do this. I'm going to ask a question and say your name to submit your answer. To buzz in. To right. buzz cool. in. Yeah. So what is proofing or proving? Cassie. Yes. It's when you let the um, yeast rise. It's when your dough rises. Exactly. It's when you set aside your dough so it can rise naturally before you put it in the oven. Hell yeah. Perfect. Didn't know that. Didn't you just do it for your recipe? Yeah. I didn't say what to do. Just set it aside. And I was like, okay. No, there was a cool name for it. You got it. you proved a recipe. (laughs) Uh, all right, Cassie, you're going to get bonus five points. And Hell I'm gonna yeah. Go ahead and roll again. Also, you guys can no longer call me Cassie. I'm now Baker Supreme. <laughs> oh, Baker. <laughs> you sound like a Taco Bell. I know. Dessert. I was just thinking, yeah. I was like, I'm going to call you Chalupa. Oh, I will take either. <laughs> Preferably Baker Supreme, though. All right, Chalupa. <laughs> all right. We rolled a 19, which is alternate universe. Um, I'll go ahead and dive right into mine. We are in a tent, all three of us, in the middle of England. Each of us has the chance to be crowned the winner of the Great British Bake Off. Oh, my God. Now, guys, I got to be clear. We have no idea how we've made it this like to the show, mm-hmm. how we've gone on it. It's an expedited show for some reason. There's just the three of us. We're not really sure why we were invited, how we got here. But it's us. And we're, like, legitimately really excited. We're talking a bunch of shit. We're all saying we're going to be the best um, baker, even though none of us know how to bake very well. So we walk into the tent, don on our aprons, and get ready to whisk, improve, and decorate, and do all the shit we need to do. So the first challenge is a savory pie. pie. We knew this beforehand, so we all get to baking, and we're, we were told to bake a favorite family recipe. Caitlin, yours is a bit odd. It calls for a lot of syrup and scrambled eggs. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, and a pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cassie, you uh, are telling the uh, judges about your recipe, and it calls for a Lunchable pizza. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then mine is a recipe that I stole from Maria Calendars, but I'm not saying that, and I just <laughs> have labeled it a chicken pot pie. So uh, we bake away, but somehow Caitlin... Your bake pie, whatever you're making, Uh catches fire before it even enters the oven. Interesting. Interesting. And you nearly burn down the entire tent with this accident. Like camera crews drop their cameras, run forward with uh, fire extinguishers and everything. They managed to salvage most of your area. We got none of the Mori guys here. (laughs) But um, you, because of this incident and your your baking skills you're immediately kind of just asked to leave they won't say you're disqualified but they're trying to just like yeah we're not going to let you touch anything anymore um Uh, so cassie it's down to you and me the judges didn't like either of our first creations but they like they didn't like my lunchable they didn't like your lunchable or my chicken pot pie but they're gonna let us move forward to the final challenge because uh we didn't burn down we the didn't place. burn down the place and that essentially moves us forward um and so the final yeah. challenge is going to be our masterpiece it's a cookie village representing our hometown 
So I decide to (laughs) uh, do the historic part of town using like gingerbread and shortbread to create mission buildings in our downtown area. Um, And you decide to do a different part of town. We grew up in a similar area. Garbage can. And uh, Mm -hmm. from like, because I'm from the same area, I really can't pinpoint what it is. It just kind of looks like buildings. And I'm not sure. And the judges keep trying to get you to reveal and you're not saying anything. And they're trying to ask me because they know I'm from a similar area. And I'm like, I have, I have no idea. I do not, do not know. And um, we're baking and putting together. And right before the clock times off, my entire masterpiece just crumbles and falls apart. My cookies collapse. Everything just yes. just falls to the ground. Um, and it really looks like you have the win because your creation is still standing. And you present it to the judges, and it looks like a little snowy town, like a little quaint neighborhood with a bunch of snow on it. And when they ask you about it, you reveal you haven't dusted the town with confectioner sugar to represent snow. You actually used cocaine to make it a more accurate representation of where you grew yes, up. Good. And uh, yes. you are immediately disqualified. And I am mm. so close to winning until I say that I like pull out the guidelines in the book, and I say that there's nothing in the rule book that says we couldn't use drugs in any of our baking so i'm trying to argue that you shouldn't be kicked off because that's yes you are such a good friend and uh, also is there anything in the rule book that says you have to get kicked out because you burned down the place i don't (laughs) think so etiquette dog you can't burn you just can't burn places down there's like a legit law about that (laughs) there is a specific rule book and it's like (laughs) it's accidental uh so i try to defend you and say like you should still be in the competition but uh instead they just basically kick all of us off the show they refuse to name a winner uh we are kicked mm, off damn. the show and out of the country and told never to return oh. um and our oh. show actually never airs but some say you can still find it on the dark web uh hidden places man i'm bummed i would want that out there i'd want a season where there is no winner i'd be into <laughs> and that it's just a bunch of fucked up people who can't bake just <laughs> it's a real messed just up just holding up different people. appliances like what the fuck is this okay i got serpent eggs i got it guys don't worry it's gonna go great honestly if we were that would be our baking show is just us really fucking things up kind of like nailed it but like worse like not knowing any of the steps oh yeah a lot worse yeah well uh mckenna you brought us to the land i'm gonna bring you down to the sea um because guess what we are all going to go take a deep dive and we are deep sea creatures. Oh, Cassie, you recently one. told us about a really fucked up fish God, that was like, I don't like where this is going. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. It had a really long name and, and I tried to pronounce it, but I'm not going to. It's a long microbial, microbial fish that kind of is a bunch of fish that attached to each other. Mm. Yeah. And makes like a big long string tube fish thing. Yeah. 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 So Cassie. You are that long fucked up fish. Damn it. <laughs> Remember, we're all deep sea creatures, so we're all we're fucked all up. Messed up. Yeah. Cassie, but it's okay because you're just with your family, you're with your friends because you're all connected and you're all one mm-hmm. and you make a giant, great, long community. We are legion, yes. <laughs> uh, McKenna, uh, you dweller of the deep, you are an eel. Yeah, you right. scare people away, you um, you can zap them, you know how to defend yourself and you know how to get the prey that you want. You are an eel. And I am the scary fish with the light on the top of it. I don't know why. What? The angler fish? Yes, I'm an angler fish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an angler fish. Why? I have the light in front of me, always guiding me. And I'm also scary as fuck when you look at me, especially when I open my mouth, you're like, oh my God. Um, (laughs) You're like a shark. You got a bunch of rose teeth. 
Exactly. I got some crazy teeth up in here. Um, so you think these deep sea creatures, there's no way that they could ever interact. But no, we're all down the deep sea. You never know what goes down in there. So we're going to take a quick adventure with all three of us. Cassie, you long, long, long ass fish. Um, you are going to get tangled up in an eel and you can't eat this eel. Even though you do have some cool like tentacles on you to like pull it in, this eel just a tube. You're a tube, but actually, <laughs> a lot of these tubes have little like uh, little tentacles on them that will like eat things. Okay, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna try to eat books, wow. but books, you're gonna shock her. Uh, okay, you shock her, and you're gonna get away. And then you're gonna see an amazing light in front of you, and um, it's me. And then I'm gonna like look at you in the eyes and smile and just go like. Ah, like you know anglerfish do mm-hmm. and um you're gonna get scared away and then that's our one interaction that we all have with each other and it's beautiful and magical and that's our life as deep sea creatures and we know it's actually once a day that always happens <laughs> but we always forget because we have fish brain we all have that dory brain yeah where cool. we immediately forget yep honestly you eel could work for both of you guys because have you ever watched an eel how they just like pop their head out of their yeah. holes and their mouths are just open yeah. like punking people with I their mouths open love, i love watching eels i do not oh. ever want to see one in the wild but mm-hmm. i do love watching them in take how they just no, open they their are, mouths yeah they're kind of goofy and derpy and creepy yes. all at once yes but in the safety of an aquarium love watching those little guys they're fun oh so good so good so for my alternate universe, I'm actually going to combine two ideas that both of you guys have thrown out there and really create this alternate universe. So yeah. Caitlin, I know you're a big supporter of child labor and I will never <laughs> let that die or let anybody forget that. So again, everyone, Caitlin supports child labor yep. and McKenna, I know you proposed this whole babysitters club thing where like, uh, we use kids to make money essentially yeah put them mm-hmm. to work child also, labor child labor to the max in a way that is doable sure and better <laughs> acceptable child labor is what she likes acceptable exactly. child labor so in this there's one thing we're mixed that we're missing from this in order to be truly successful and that is a super powerful baby child that we can use mm-hmm. and luckily disney plus has provide this beautiful magical child for us and that is the child. So we are going to get transported to a little land. We're in the desert world and we come across this little, this little egg floating when we open it up and see this strange little creature with big ears. And as we adventure with him, we realize that uh, he's got some really good powers and we can really put him to work. <laughs> and we essentially take over this whole land. We uh, become the smugglers and just run everything. Everybody's got to buy everything through us. And we run that whole town thanks to this child that we've put to work. Beautiful. Wow. I like we are all on board with child labor now. I like how I was the first one that started it, unfortunately, and then yelled it multiple times. Mm-hmm. And now all of us are there. So I do have to say, and I don't know how I feel about there's that. There's a bit of a difference <laughs> because when you promoted child labor, it yeah. was in a Shark Tank pitch in this universe in our reality. When Cassie and I promoted child labor, it was in an alternate universe, implying that our alternate selves are just fucked up people. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. interesting. And my yeah. child is technically a full-grown adult. He's like 50 years he's like old. 50. He's Baby 50. Yoda. And we're just bringing some business savvy to this little guy. So I think you're mm-hmm. still the worst of us. Oh, darn. I don't yeah. even remember why I talked about child labor in the beginning. Can't remember. It's your legacy, though. Yeah, it's I apparently. Think you, like, literally created a sweatshop, though. You, like, told <laughs> no! that you were going to go to schools <laughs> and have kids just do the work for you and then take it from them. It was like your crystal grow, right? You were, were going to do, like, your... <laughs> You were going to make, like, kids do science experiments to grow crystals and then steal all of their creations and sell them. 
Yeah. Okay. I feel like there's businesses and like uh, there's sciences. Like I feel like uh, science <laughs> teachers go Lisa, to schools. You keep it. Not all the time. I got mine ripped from me. Okay. And that's where my ideas uh, came from. Because you were being a shithead with it. Like, oh, <laughs> you don't make it finish doing it and just have to wait for it to grow. And they're like, no, we're going to keep this now. That's they're fucking selling that shit. That's not that's I probably made meth as a child. Okay. And they sold it. And is it bad now? Still bad if you make a child make meth. But (laughs) we're gonna bring it right back to it. But if if I had some kids make grow some crystals, they have fun doing it, get to see it. And then I snatch it from them. I don't think it's that bad. They learned a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm going to open my science Mm -hmm. school and you're going to see and you're going to buy my gems. I was trying to compete with Sarosky Crystal. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The new Sarosky Crystal. Uh, um, so to to wrap that up, all the tangents we went on, um, Dougal, for your alternate universe, uh, fish. us as creepy deep sea fish. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I really don't like deep sea fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll still... I'll, I'll give you 10 points. Oh, sweet. Cassie, for your alternate universe of all of us embracing a child labor side, but with the child. But with yeah, uh, an adult the child. child. And I, I do think, like, there's a difference of just, like, using child labor just for, like, a little bit of profit, but, like, taking over the whole kind of planet also, you're on. I'm he will be he'll be getting a cut of the profits as well like we're not giving him nothing like we're in business with this child yeah we are uh using our business knowledge to help him best he's got the power we got the savvy and now we're taking over all i'm hearing is some child labor advocates over here that's all i guess <laughs> uh, you're gonna get 30 points <laughs> thank you and i got another question for you guys again buzz in with your name this is an easy one so be quick with your name what is a baker's dozen? Caitlin, Baker Supreme. <laughs> uh, that was Caitlin first. It's 12. <laughs> That's wrong. A baker's dozen is 12. No, it's not. Baker Supreme? Yes, Baker Supreme. 24? No. <laughs> Six? No. What the fuck is a baker's dozen? I really don't know. Like, if you go to get donuts or something. I thought it was 12. I no, it was a dozen 12 is too. 12. Your dumbass is. <laughs> Why the fuck is it that? Because a baker's dozen is like the big girl slip you an extra. It's their like, you know. That's a load of shit. Why would you say I would like 13? (laughs) I thought everyone knew this. Apparently not. So if I go to a donut shop and say I want a baker's dozen, like if I order 12, they're going to charge me. But if I say a baker's dozen, they know to throw a little extra one in there. No, they'll probably charge you for 13 but why the fuck would i called... want 13 why 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 would you? why would you not want a- another because it's an unlucky number i think it, it, it probably comes from like them having an extra you know one of the batch and they know they have to make fresh anyway so they just tossed it in calls it a baker's dozen who has a pan that can make 13 donuts usually, though no but like if you sell individual and you sell dozens at a time you're gonna end up with odd numbers sometimes it's so a prime number throw, and it's, it's not, not divisible donuts it's with that's just math that's just math right there you or croissants <laughs> i so think like you're you wrong one croissant and then you bakers sell are wrong. croissants by the six or by the dozen it's called the baker's dozen this is a thing this phrase uh, is fucking you dumb. both failed and you know what you both get damaged <laughs> you can no longer be called baker supreme and you take six points of damage oh. baker supreme knows how to fucking count and i'll give you 12 it's chalupa for you now you get four points of damage 
All right. Uh, I think it's time for us to take a little break, you know, refresh our mind on all our baking skills. And uh, while we're, you know, refreshing all these skills that we definitely know, uh, we're going to hear from some other great shows with maybe a little bit more skills than we have. Hello, I am Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we are the hosts of Journey Under 30. This is a podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. On each episode, we take a look at a career of an individual that has been recognized by Forbes. Sometimes we look at careers that we think were overlooked. Or sometimes we talk about the careers that you may not know about, but you should. And in the end, we discuss what we've learned as well as how we can apply to our own career paths as we make our mark in this world. So join us every other Tuesday on whatever podcatching app you choose, and we'll see you on the Forbes. See ya. Bye-bye now. <laughs> well, they really do sound like they know what they're talking about, and uh, maybe we should try to try to get on that level. We could try. I think we should get back into our adventure, and maybe we can prove that we know, th- know some shit. So, we rolled an 11, which is Knowledge Nugget. It's the perfect chance for us to prove all the things we know. A baker's dozen is 13. Nailed it. I got a really cool fact for you, McKenna. And I, I think you will honestly like it. It's very fun. Um, so I did some research into Legos because I think I said last <laughs> week that I'm nerding out on Lego Masters. Um, uh-huh. So and I just looked up some cool facts about Legos. So first of all, the Lego group was founded in 1932. Do you know what country Lego was started in? Wasn't it like Sweden? Denmark. Close. Denmark. Um, okay. So it was started in in Denmark. It went from a small carpenter's workshop to the world's third largest manufacturer of toys. The name Lego was created by using the first two letters of a Danish word, leg, and godtit, G-O-D-T, meaning play well. And I thought, okay, so this is the coolest part of the knowledge nugget. In 2009, a man named James May in Surrey, Great Britain, constructed the world's first full-size Lego house using 3.3 million bricks. The house contained a working toilet, a shower, a bed, all made out of Lego. Legoland certified, uh, uh, Legoland offered to take the house and put it in their Windsor Berkshire theme park, but took back the deal after deciding that it was too expensive to move it. They then criticized May for not asking them for help when building the house. Oh, fuck off. Like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, Jesus. How we'll dare take you your do house. this on your own? You're using our products to make a house? Man, yeah. at first when you said like Lego house, I was like, people build houses out of Legos all the time. I didn't know it was like a, a living house. house. Life-size yeah. working house. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't look up a picture of it, but I now want to look up a picture of James May's Lego house. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Also, reminds me of the song Lego House by Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. I wonder if I wonder how you made that connection. I don't know. (laughs) I wonder if he uh, wrote the song based off of that. Definitely. If you listen to the song for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Connection. The song is all about his falling out with Lego land. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> I remember those lyrics in that song. <laughs> Fuck Legoland. Um, for my knowledge nugget, a little fun fact for you guys. Uh, did you guys know that the Dutch police arrested a bird for shoplifting? What? Yeah, Wait, they was legit. It the, like a trained parrot to like go in and like did the owner was the owner in on it? The so it ended up like uh, the bird wasn't technically in on it. They did like straight up the Dutch police like tweeted out a picture. They put 
a bird in a jail cell and with a slice of white bread and some water with him. Oh my God. And when they tweeted out the picture, they put a little black bar over his eyes to protect his identity. (laughs) And they were just like, everybody gets caught. But it, it turns out that the person, it was a person who was caught for shoplifting and they just had a bird with them. The bird wasn't in on it, but Mm -hmm. they didn't have like a cage or anywhere to put the bird. So they just threw it in its own little cell, but then decided to like take advantage of it and tweet out a picture. But at first everybody was like, did they literally arrest this fucking bird? That is brilliant. So yeah. Yeah. I love that they went as far as putting the black lines over its eyes to protect the Me bird. Too. My favorite part is the piece of white bread. I don't know if birds like, like they were just like, you know what? Put a slice of bread in there. Like it's like a parrot or like not a parrot, but those little tiny, like colorful birds. Yeah. Like that the are in people's or house. Or? They're the tiny ones. They're super tiny. Mm. But um, it was just like one of those little guys. They're like, you know what? Make it a little home for them. This whole jail cell. So nice of them. Fucking white bread. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so my knowledge nugget is also about animals. Um, it's about tigers. Don't know why I'm on that uh, train of thought right now. Yeah. Weird. But uh, do you guys know that a group of tigers is called a streak? No. A streak? A streak. So tigers rarely are found in groups. They're not pack animals. They don't really hang together. In fact, most of the time, uh, the only time a group of tigers is found together is when the mom's nursing her cubs until they're old enough to go on their own. But if they are found together, it's called a streak. Oh. And then um, another fun fact about them is tigers have white spots on the back of their ears, Mm. and they are thought to function as eyes to ward Mm. off potential attackers from the rear. So they basically just trick their, you know, enemies into thinking they're looking at them. Mm -hmm. And then uh, tigers also, if you're ever, you know, near one and get a bad cut and just can get a little closer. Tigers have antiseptic saliva. What? So oh, their saliva can, Yes! Isn't that weird? That is their weird. Their saliva can, like, prevent, you know, germs, bacteria, all that crap from uh, getting in, you know, infecting your wound. And then the final thing, and I just, I don't know how this is possible, but tiger's urine smells like buttered popcorn, apparently. I'm what? sorry, What's there's no way that's true. There's no way. <laughs> I don't know. I found it on several legitimate, like, zoo, animal protected sites, uh, like, rescue sites, websites. It is all over. I went to several different sites because I was like, what the fuck is this? There is no way. But, like, Animal Planet, National Geographic, like, legitimate sites have you this s- published. You said buttered popcorn, right? Buttered popcorn. You know, which like, I do not know why. The liquid butter looks like piss. <laughs> Is anybody seeing this connection here? Have they been lying to us? Do we realize what is happening? (laughs) Okay, so I don't know why this is where my mind went, but you know those Harry Potter, like, Bots beans, like, uh, where you can eat the jelly beans and they either taste like snot or they can taste like buttered popcorn, something like that? I first Uh originally was like, oh, yeah, the buttered popcorn one was obviously made with, like, butter for popcorn but now i'm thinking maybe it's made with tiger piss and maybe they're really punking you because not only are the bad ones bad the good ones are bad too maybe butter is just tiger piss everything's tiger piss maybe yeah maybe it's all a lie but everything is everything's a lie so uh but yeah you guys can look it up national geographic does have an actual post on it weird shit that's fucking wild but uh yeah i had to confirm that one because i was like i feel like that's a lie yeah um so Dougal, for your lego facts i actually really yes. love those they were great 
Um, I do really, really like Legos. And now we know Ed Sheeran's secret where he got, you know, the inspiration for his song. Look so, at my Lego house. I built it and then they took it in, down from me. You're going to get <laughs> 45 points. I should have points taken away for How many song. points is she getting for this? Yes. <laughs> you're so lucky I was talking throughout and just like trying to focus on how many points I want to give to you. She's uh, really trying to figure <laughs> Cassie, for your facts about God, a bird being arrested, I love that too. Uh, you're going to get 35 points. That was great. And I love that they protected his identity. Gots too. As they should. All right, guys, I cannot guarantee this is an easier baking question than the last, but maybe. Um, can you guys tell me what the window pane test is? Throwing. Oh, Caitlin. Caitlin, okay. Okay, so the window pane test, what you do is you get your um, your bread ball once it's done proofing and then you fucking throw it out your window <laughs> because no one has throw time to wait window. um baker supreme i love that you called it a bread ball <laughs> <laughs> what i what was i supposed to call not it? dough there's a legitimate name for it uh, Who actually i'm not knows gonna these respond names. to that one because you have had that name revoked so can you buzz in with your actual name baker apprentice there we go. Okay, that's better. Uh, go for it. Um, is it when, do you throw your little bread ball at the window and when it smacks to it, that's how you know if your yeast is ready, it's like ready it to be sticks. baked with if it sticks nope. or if you could see through it. That was my thought too. Good, if you good, see good the yeasty legs. It. You see like, Cassie, you do watch the show. You should know. <laughs> oh, oh. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Can I try again? Caitlin? Yeah, Caitlin. Okay, you get your ball of proofed mm-hmm. dough, and then you pull mm-hmm. it, and then you can pull it so far you can see through it. Sort of, actually, yeah, I'll give that to you, because it, it's basically you can stretch the dough without breaking, and the, when it um, stretches without breaking, it means the gluten's developed enough that it can prove. That's exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a, for word. Yeah, we we, we all got there. I I feel. All right. You're going to get 10 points. Yes! Sorry. And I'm going to roll again. Guys, we rolled a seven, which is our throwback. And for my throwback, I wanted to take it back um, to a little game we used to play in elementary school called MASH. Fuck, I love that game. It's the best way to predict your future. I think I would still rely on it, to be honest. I don't think I played that game. Yeah, do you want to give a brief description in case they don't know? I don't know if it ever went by any names, but... Yeah, so it might have gone by different names. And basically, MASH was a way to kind of predict your future. We used to play it in elementary school. And MASH stood for mansion, apartment, shack, or house. And then below MASH on, like, a sheet of paper, you wrote out MASH at the top. And then you listed out, like, four potential future spouses, four potential honeymoon locations, four potential places, like, cities you would live um careers you would have occupations yeah yeah and there might have been more depending on you know how far into the game you wanted and then the person who was writing this all out for you either if they would like if they wanted to be mean they would give you like create a list for you or they would get your input and you could have like your favorite people on it or whatever and then they would like jot down a bunch of lines until you said stop and that created a number and you just kind of went through each item of four and eliminated by that number that you landed on. 
I don't know a better way to describe it. No, that's it. And then you essentially like whatever was left standing, that was your future. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, it was essentially just the most savage way to punk your fellow like classmates. Mm Because the only reason we started to do this was like, if you knew, if you thought somebody had a crush on somebody, you would call them out, bring them over to come play mash. And you were like, I'm going to put Jake on this one. How do you feel about that? (laughs) Like you would like test it out. And then you would always put like, you'd put like two classmates like one like their best friend who you thought was their crush and then also like the teacher just because you were funny you're a funny son of a bitch you're like what well, if we you always the threw teacher? a celebrity in randomly it would always be like three people who went to your school one who was a crush and then justin timberlake mm-hmm. i married brad pitt and we lived in a shack and we're gonna be very <laughs> happy whenever that happens just I so you guys justin know timberlake we lived in a shack and i was a dog walker so listen <laughs> oh my i'm God. living my best life <laughs> Uh, how, oh, wait, and I got I married need, uh, in a purple wedding dress, and I think I we honeymooned, honeymooned behind a Burger King. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the heck? I would love to honeymoon behind a These Burger King. These are so in-depth. Caitlin, you never got to play this? No, I didn't, man. This happen. Again, I had no friends. <laughs> We'll play this. We're going to play this later so we can figure out your fucking future. I need to yeah. know if I would live in a mansion, apartment, shack, or what was yeah. it, house? Who are you crushing house. on, though? I do need to know. Oh, yeah, my God. That's necessary. Uh, so, yeah, MASH was wild. Did you guys ever have, like, friendships ruined over? Well, not Caitlin, but Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any to ruin. <laughs> I don't think, not for me specifically, because, like, I don't I don't think it ever mash ever got savage enough like it was always just like you would get like a little bit of jokes but I don't think it ever like really ruined anybody's like whole thing yeah yeah did you no I don't remember ever like it turning into drama but I do remember my older sister and her friends like they would have screaming matches when I heard them play because (laughs) I'm not gonna marry him it's not gonna happen like they would lose it if someone put like this kid that they didn't like they'd get like all flustered and mad and yeah it just or you know that they're gonna like that three of them would like live in a mansion and one of them was gonna live in a shack they'd get like all upset over it so (laughs) the one time i did feel bad is because like me and this like i was marrying this one kid who he was a new guy which sucked for him it already sucks being a new kid and then obviously Mm -hmm. he had to be put on all the mash lists and so like (laughs) and i was the first one to marry him so like every time we would even talk to each other they're like oh you're gonna get married and i was like i'm sorry dude it's a game (laughs) i'm sorry we're in this i'm sorry this is happening to you live in a mansion though so it's okay right (laughs) (laughs) our honeymoon's gonna be really nice we're gonna be behind the burger king you're gonna love it back there i'm gonna be a veterinarian so yeah i did you do like honeymoons too how like they just got as in depth as you wanted or like what are the what are like some of the more wild categories that you saw with it like honeymoon location honeymoon wedding dress uh colors bridesmaids i remember picking all of those for some of them would girls get mad because they're like my wedding dress is gonna be white like well and the usually the game was like you chose everything but white you chose like the most hideous it'd be like lime green and poop brown yeah you would choose brown (laughs) you're getting married in a poop brown dress it was either piss yellow poop brown throw up green (laughs) yeah exactly it was like um so yeah good usually the game was more so like to choose between the least of all the evils that everyone had selected for you uh oh god so 
it was just a speed round of the game life, but with more fucked up versions. Oh, wow. uh-huh. and more personalized. Yeah. yeah, fill in your own and just make it as screwed up as you wanted. So, and we I'm based our mansion. future off I of got this. married in a poop brown dress. <laughs> exactly. And honeymoon behind a Burger like King. Live. I like you know. that one. I like the honeymoon behind a Burger King. We oh, got big over that, that creative. Yeah, They're savage as fuck, and I like them. <laughs> Um, so yeah, MASH was a huge part of my childhood and I like, I hope kids are still doing it. Like, I hope they're still on the playground or, you know, in class or whatever, passing around a MASH sheet. Uh, Me too. All right, guys, I got another trivia question for you. Okay. Okay. I really can't say how you're going to do on these anymore. Uh, can you guys tell me at least one, I was going to have you tell me all three, but one of the ingredients of meringue. Of what? Of what? Meringue. Caitlin, what the fuck? Caitlin, Caitlin. (laughs) Okay, Uh, egg, sugar. I don't know the others. Cassie, Baker Supreme. Baker Supreme. Baker Apprentice. Baker Apprentice. Uh, Is it actually? Is it egg whites? It is egg whites. Suck my dick, dog. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, was the sugar right? (laughs) The sugar was right. Fuck you. I still got it right. (laughs) So wait, uh, oh, I didn't know I had to specify. Name the third ingredient. Sour cream. Oh, no, but you're close. Uh, Fuck, am I? Yeah. Milk. No. Cream cheese. It has one of the words Cassie said. No. Cream. Cheese. No. (laughs) 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 I went through both of them. You're never going to get it. It's uh, cream of tartar. But you could also use like vinegar. Oh, fuck no. And I think like lemon juice. Because you need the acidity to break down. Hey, I got two out of the three like ingredients right and i feel pretty you got proud. one and a half you got one because you did add the hey, egg yolks i i didn't know we had to break up the eggs Kate. it's gotta be fluffy dog you need that the whites but i I'm just imagine each five Actually, oh oh wait meringue is the white stuff okay yeah never mind i was thinking of something completely different <laughs> that's well, probably i'm impressed why. you did as well as you did uh yeah, yeah so i'll give you each five I'm, points i'm a genius i'll take it Cassie gets five points or Caitlin gets ten? You get nothing. Both of you get five. And if you try to do anything different, you're going to get the image. <laughs> oh, wow. Feisty. <laughs> She's watching. <laughs> All right. I think that's a good place for us to end our adventure. I have to say you guys did better on the harder questions than you did on the easy questions. <laughs> Suck it. Okay, Baker's Dozen is not easy, all right? I really thought that was just common knowledge. I think your definition of easy is skewed. The, the ingredients to meringue should not be considered easy. It's fucking easy as shit. But proofing or proofing should be. I noted in my sleep. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that was Is quite an hard? adventure. Jugal, <laughs> um, before we get into our success successes, can we start with the first success? Can you give us the point totals um, just for today's episode? Yes. At the bottom of the leaderboard or just for today? Uh, at the bottom is yeah. going to be with 100 points. It's going to be me. And the top is Cassie with 115 points. Ooh. I have 100. Ooh. Oh, it feels good. Oh, damn. All right, Cassie. I guess we can call you Baker Supreme once again. This is all I've wanted. I Thank you. In my heart. Thank you. have earned it. <laughs> you are still a baked good item on the Taco Bell menu, but you are a baked good nonetheless. <laughs> both both are an honor for me both are a step up uh on top of that success can we go into our successes for the week and just share those 
I can dive right into mine. Um, it's kind of a stressful time. Things just aren't so um, secure for me, and I was really worried I wasn't going to be asked back to teach classes. I just didn't know um, what the environment of my school was going to be. But for the next module that we are teaching in, I got asked to teach back uh, asked back to teach two classes. So I'm pretty excited. Dude, hell yeah! That? Awesome. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah, so- that is my success. Thank you. You keep proving yourself as a good teacher. Yes. I keep um, trying to do the opposite. Uh-huh. I keep sending in reviews of you saying that you're bad, but I mean, you're doing, you're, you're so good your that sabotage, you're going I past those. Succeeding, so. I'm proud of you. I, well, it might be like every time she goes in to like bring the review in, she goes, sabotage, and well, then walks out like a hooligan. So they're like, oh, we're not going to That might be your downfall. I always play Beastie Boys everywhere I go. Um, so my success is that um, it was recently my mom's birthday and like we are all, you know, obviously on lockdown right now. So she has been alone for a bit. She says she's fine because she has like tons of stuff to do. Um, but I surprised her by dropping off of, like all of her favorite things and uh, talked. We talked for like a little bit and she said it was her best birthday ever. Aww. So I count that as a success. It's so It's precious. And also KK Slider came to my island. So suck it, bitches. <laughs> True success. What's up? KK's at this slider. <laughs> KK's at this slider. I heard that. I was like, <laughs> is that what I no. said? That's what I said. Oh. And that is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The quarantine is breaking me. But uh, my success, it kind of goes off yours. So uh, my mom's birthday is also coming up. And I tried to get her to, uh, I was going to try to do a Disneyland trip with her, but that's obviously canceled. So I had to, I canceled that. And the people that I emailed to uh, cancel that got back to me. And the guy, we are now like these little quarantine pen pals because the guy is cool oh as my fuck. Because I sent it from my, I sent it from my personal email. So I have a little unnatural twenties uh, sign off thing. Oh. And he responded with like, never heard of it. I can't wait to check that out. I love like D&D podcasts and stuff. Uh, and then he like signed off with like, keep on rolling Dungeoneer. And I was like, fuck this. Oh. Like it literally made my fucking day. And I was like, dude, I was like, if you were into podcasts, like I was, I'd like overloaded him with like this podcast dump, like recommendations. And oh. he was just like, I was like, Hey, I don't know if you can get in trouble for emailing on your work one. And he was like, dude, I can get in trouble at all. Go off. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So we're just little podcast buddies now through this like hotel reservation like uh place. So it's been fun emailing him just about podcasts. That's oh, so that's cool. awesome! You a- and you know he's local too. Yeah, a, a, a local, local pen, pen pal. pal. But I mean, everyone's a pen pal right now. So <laughs> that yes. is awesome. I think that's like the best uh cancellation story I've ever heard. Yeah, because normally, like, it's, they're never that chill, but, you know, it's a chill We're going through time. some weird stuff, so why not just be a little extra friendly? And, if you're listening, hello. Welcome. What's up, dude? Hi. What's up? <laughs> you have now officially been mentioned on our show. You're part of us. You're one of us. You can never not listen now. <laughs> yep. I'll, I guess I'll stand by that. <laughs> I felt one of us. <laughs> one of us. Uh, so speaking of being one of us, you can go a step further than just, you know, checking out our show. You can be one of us by supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash unnatural twenties. And through that, not only will you be even more one of us, you'll get more of us. Um, you'll get access to blogs, videos, and you can even join our jean jacket fam. And let's be real. Does it get even more like close to being one of us than having a jean jacket? That's like the ultimate step into being one of us, right? 100%. 
Uh, so if that is something you're interested in, definitely go check that out. However, we completely understand if you cannot go onto our Patreon, um, support us. Time's a little rough right now, but if you want some stuff from us, we can still go ahead and give you some free stuff. If you go over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review, let us know on um, any of our social media accounts or email, and we will send you some free dice, some free stickers, just as a thank you for supporting us and writing us a review. Um, and speaking of social media, where you can contact us, we are at Unnatural Twenties on all platforms: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go ahead and communicate with us anytime over those platforms because we really love talking to you, and we would really love to hear more from you. Because number ten on our adventure log is a question from anyone who wants to talk with us, chat with us. We will put your topic up on our show. So go ahead and send whatever topic you want us to talk about. And if we roll 10, we will discuss it. So please send us your quests. And now that we got all of that out of the way, the only thing we have left to do is to roll for our next DM. But I think it can only be Cassie, right? Baker yeah. Supreme, you bet your Baker ass. Baker Supreme will be our next DM. Listen, you won the show. You won the role of next DM. It's just how it goes. I'm t- winning all around. And you know what? That's a good bake. <laughs> I got it in. I got it in last minute, you guys. Oh, my God. I don't even get it. I hate this. <laughs> I, I kind of regret ever introducing this. I had to save it to win. I couldn't lose points. That was that your whole po- goal was to just win so you could say that's a good bake, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I, I don't know if I'm ashamed of you or proud of you. I'm still kind of stuck in the middle of like... I'm like, I'm proud of myself. That's enough, I guess. So congrats to you. This show is part of the Scavengers Network. For other great shows, you can check out uh, Historical Hotties, where they talk about historical figures from the past and uh, dive into all of the qualities that make them cool, important, maybe not so great, and most importantly, whether they were hot or not. Uh, and if you really want to dive really into that uh, podcast, I know Caitlin was on an episode recently for that show, right? Yes, I was. Yeah, during our for rappers, the rappers episode. So definitely check yeah. out uh, Historical Hotties. Um, you can find that show, our show, a lot of other great shows on scavengersnetwork.com. This has been Unnatural Twenties. Tune in Monday for another adventure. <laughs>